Should we hit some curbs? Sure. Season 3, Episode 5, The Terrorist Attack. Well, the attack that wasn't. Yeah, the the lack of terrorist attack, rather. And it was very inconvenient for Mindy Reiser that there was no attack. I mean, you could say that it was very inconvenient for lots of people that there was no attack. Maybe if there was a small explosion or something. Yeah, then that would be good. Okay, so is this the first time Wanda shows up, like, just as a regular casual friend in the show? Uh, no. There's some Wanda action earlier. I, I, she's in an episode in season one. I think it's season one, where Larry drives by her and, like, comments on her ass. She was in the episode Thor. That's the nice ass, because the end of that... Right, because he gets the picture with Jeff's mom leaning back. Right, right, that all comes in. But that's not like Wanda popping in as like a friend. I guess it's clearly their friends because she's showing up to yell at Larry. I don't know. Okay, so Wanda's here again. I guess you're right. It really hasn't been established that Wanda and Cheryl are friends. And they like combine, find each other. Right, I mean, now Wanda's like, Cheryl's the one person Wanda's telling about this. Like, that's a, it's like, they're close. They're tight. Yeah. Uh, You want to say something? I really don't like this episode. Okay. I It's not great. I think this episode just drags on. <laughs> um, I really don't have a lot to say. Okay, no, I mean, I, I, so, I, so I actually think the conversation after Wanda tells him and leaves, I think that's a great conversation between Larry and Cheryl. Which one like, is that? Oh, that's when Cheryl's like, oh, well, we can't. Cheryl's, we can't go. We got that whole NRDC thing. And Larry's, oh, maybe I can go. Like, at least one of us would survive. Like, his, his facial, it's, like, great acting. Like, his, his facial expressions are perfect. There are some good Larry emotions. And, like, I'm... and then I'm pretty sure Cheryl's last line is, well, if you can live with, like, one of us dying and one of us living, go ahead. And Larry's like, eh, I'll, I'll think about it. You're right. It's really subtle. And at first, you're, I'm actually, I wasn't so sure if Larry was genuinely concerned or he just sees this as a great out. He doesn't want to go to this NRDC thing. He'd oh, so much I, rather golf. Oh, I actually didn't think about that. I, I think he just wants to leave because it's a terrorist attack and he wouldn't really be that upset if Cheryl died. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I, mean, he he, sees, he, I think he just sees it as an out. Like, he doesn't he want to do this so. NRDC thing. Well, he doesn't like the people whose house it's at. The Browdies? Yeah. Does he not? Well, I mean, he goes to dinner with them. I don't think he just likes them. I just... He doesn't like them because uh, Stu doesn't pick up the check. Yeah. I think, that bothers, the, the I think that bothers Cheryl more than Larry, though. Do you notice the shirt that Stu has on at this restaurant? It's, it's like something's written on the back, right? It says Aloha on the back, and it's like <laughs> bedazzled. It's very strange. <laughs> it's... That might be my favorite thing that happened this entire episode. Yeah, when he like gets up to the bathroom, you see the back of the shirt. It's like weird, bedazzled Aloha shirt. Um. Yeah. You, I mean, you probably have a pretty easy job if you're doing wardrobe for Curb, right? Because people are just wearing regular clothes. Larry David wears the same thing every single week. Yeah, that was, might be his real clothes for all we know. Probably. <laughs> okay. Apparently, Jeff's mother buys his clothes for him. Jeff, exactly. Well, that's, that's the job. Richard Lewis clothes. only wears black. Yeah, only wears straight black. It's very easy to be the, the, the costume designer in Curb. It's not like Mad Men or you know, you're right, some sort you're of period right. drama. There's, or even a regular drama where there's just more characters that yeah. wear more clothes. So I do like the conversation that Larry has with Mindy Reiser. I like it too. Uh, you mean out of her perfume store? Out of her store. First well, of all, I Larry think that's a good idea. To tell her? Yeah. Well, he wants to get on her good side. 
Yeah, but I mean, there are better ways to get on someone's good side. Especially, why does he care that much? His whole life is people being mad at him. I'm surprised he cares this much about Mindy Riser being mad at him. It's it, yeah, it's really strange. But uh, I really it, love his line that uh, the terrorists are not going to Orange County. <laughs> There's nothing there for them. I, I like that, too. I also saw how he says he's got a contact in government totally reliable. He has no idea who this person even is. Totally reliable. Totally reliable. He swears on his life. Totally reliable. 90% chance. chance. They're not going to Orange County. They're not. Uh, and then at the end, when she gives him the samples, his line, uh, nothing for men, <laughs> is, is pretty good. I mean, it's classic Larry. Now he's back on the good side. He's going to milk this for all of uh, everything he can. It's true. And his face, when Mindy calls him a quote-unquote amazing person, he gets this like Larry David face of like, yeah, yeah, I, I am a pretty amazing person. Yeah, no, exactly. He, he's, he's like, it's, it's the same, um, it's like the same thing as the baptism when he was taking the credit for, uh. Exactly. Taking credit for something he has no reason to take credit for. Whatsoever. Exactly. Um, so then they go to the, the bride's house for the benefit. Obviously no one's there. I just think it's, I mean, that scene I don't care about. Larry taking the hors d'oeuvres at the end is pretty funny though. It is funny. Before that, uh, Larry claims that he invented the bathroom trick. Which I like. Oh. Oh, when, when the Browdies are running up, or going up the stairs. Yeah, the Browdies going upstairs. He, he invented the bathroom trick. He, well, he never used to have any money, so maybe he did. But you're right. The interaction with the, the hors d'oeuvre bringer, what is that person called? Yeah. Uh, waiter. Oh, waiter. Are they a waiter? Yeah. Server. Server. Uh, I think waiter does. I mean, same thing. Like, maybe server. Service staff? I don't know. Whatever you want to call them. Yeah. And then he asked for the, the name of the chef, and you guys, I, I have no idea. Which I actually think is the only mention of the restaurant in this whole episode. Wait, those appetizers were supposed to come from the restaurant? No, he asked for the name of the chef, and he's like, and then you hear him go to, he turns to show, I was like, well, you know, for the restaurant. But then she's like, Larry, let's go. Oh, you know, I didn't catch that. Uh, but that but is actually, good. Now, now that I think about it, um, he, he told, when he walks into the first the very first scene when he sees Paul Riser, he tells him he's investing in a restaurant so he can greet people and walk them to their tables. So, but actually, that's, that's actually so it especially is for Curb. That's very good script writing, almost. That Larry would do that for the restaurant. Yeah, no, season season three is is right on about the restaurant. Um, so okay, so after the Browdies, it's typical Curb. Everyone's mad at Larry for not telling them. The Browdies are mad. His. Uh, Janitor is mad, the same guy that commanded him when he tripped Shaq. Antoinette is on the phone again. Of course, always. And, she, and she's mad at him. Everyone's mm-hmm. mad. Um, wa- then Wanda is mad at him. Wanda is at his apartment. Or not at his office. So the thing I realized is he only told one person. Wanda, he did the same thing as Wanda. Like, Wanda wasn't supposed to tell anyone, and she told him. It's true. He just like, told, he, he he told, told the one wrong person. person. Yeah, he told the wrong person. Well, she told the wrong person. She told Larry David. Exactly. She told the wrong person. Like, this is not, like, this is her fault. Just as much as his. Okay, so I want to back up one second here. You missed the whole scene about gargling. Oh, is that when, when they get back from the Browdies at night? They get back. Larry starts gargling and he goes to show. He goes, you don't gargle much. It's fun. You should think about it. And That's then he true. proceeds to gargle. And then what, he sings this What's song. her response? Does she just... She oh, just shrugs ne- it off. Like, is that when he sings his Nestle makes the very best? That is when he sings his Nestle <laughs> makes the very best song. Why don't he just sing weird stuff? 
you get these little moments of Larry introspection. Yeah, th- those are those have to be uh, just complete improv. Like oh, he yeah. just picks something to sing or whistle or something. I feel like it's kind of the funny stuff that he couldn't do on stage when he was doing improv, but he knows is really funny. Uh, yeah, he and also just like has no place in a television show, but he can do it when the show's about him. I, I don't think he could just stand on stage at an improv concert and sing. Nestle's makes the very best. No. Okay, you're right. I, I skipped the Garland scene. That was good. So after Wanda yells at him, then he goes back to Mindy Riser's store, which I think is a really good scene because that's her, the whole thing about her being mad and how it's inconvenient and how. And Larry's wants to go. Sorry, there was an attack. If, It'd be nice if there's a small explosion somewhere, but sorry the terrorists didn't do anything. It's yeah. good. And then he just runs out to meet Martin Short. Yeah, and this actually might be the best part of the episode. Yeah, th- their their interactions are really funny. Like, I like how they're going. And then I really like how Larry's, like, he realizes he left Mindy Riser uh, ten, five, ten, however many minutes ago. He's like, oh, i got to run back in. And Martin Short's line is just... I wish you'd stay. There's so many more impersonations I'd love to teach you. So many more I'd love to teach you. <laughs> like, Martin Short has nothing yeah. better to do. Martin Short sets out that day to just teach Larry David his impressions. And once he gets going, he just would love to stay there and teach him more. It's it, a good line. It's good contrast how, how much better Martin Short is at impressions than Larry is. Larry's terrible at impressions. Yeah, Larry could not do the voice. He does the same voice again and again. No. And then Martin Short even did a really good job impersonating Larry's, like, Jew voice. Yeah. Did you ever watch the Jiminy Glick show? I don't think so. I do remember, like, the promos, like, when it was on. I, I don't think I ever watched it. It was a good show. It was a good show. I totally forgot about it until I watched this episode. Long. Totally forgot. I mean, how long was it on? Like, a year or two? Yeah. Was it really- maybe, maybe three seasons. Okay. Oh, well. Primetime Glick. Um, so... Moving it on, uh, Alanis Morissette at their house. She confides in Larry. Doesn't really make any sense why she'd keep it a secret for all these years and then tell Larry David, but, you know, he's very trustworthy, I guess. Doesn't make sense at all. But people people confide in Larry, as we heard, learned to confide in Larry, As we pointed out every single time, he has never kept anyone's secret in any circumstance on this show, I don't think. Yep. He, he tells someone right away. Okay. I'll just put this out here. I hate this ending. The ending is bad. This is a terrible ending. So, so what, Jeff is there. There was no Jeff in this entire episode until the very end. Yeah, interesting. But he's sitting there. He he's just Without sitting Susie. in the audience. But that that's the only that's the only only time there's Jeff. Susie there? No, uh, no, not Susie. Just Jeff. Okay. Um. Yeah, the ending's bad. I agree. It is a terrible ending. Um. He just decides that to make things better, he's gonna tell, he's gonna tell Mindy another secret. Right in front of Alanis Morissette. Right in front of her? He's, he's gonna sneak in front of the, I, I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, there's no way Alanis doesn't see, like, he clearly gets up. There's only like 20 people there. It's the song she already told him earlier that day about. Yeah, and it's not even like you, you Why does he even want to get back on Mindy Riser's good side? Mindy Riser screwed him. Like, he should be mad at her. Her giving away the terror secret is a lot worse than him running out of the store to say hi to Martin Short. Like, it, it should be flipped. He yep. should be mad at her. She's she's holding nothing away from him except perhaps the perfume that he wants. So, you're right. It's, it's a bad ending. It was, it was not a, a good episode overall. Yeah, I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, it's I'm pretty weak. It's got some it's, fun moments, but it's pretty weak. It's weak. 
Martin Short, that was nice, but other than that, I guess. And, and talk about totally inconsequential to the plot. The oh, fact that they have Martin Short. Oh, yeah, it didn't... Oh, Could have been mean, anyone. Not 100% inconsequential. Like, that's the reason he gets on Mini Riser's bad side to give away the secret at the end. But it's, it's, not, it's not super, super important. 